0: Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. dun dun Hello. <laughs> That's my uh, personal intro music there. Welcome to the Wendellero podcast episode three. The Los Angeles Zoo special. Yes, this whole pl- podcast will be my time at the L.A. Zoo. Fun story filled with amazing things, revelations, pain, hunger, happiness, joy, all of that, all in one podcast. So, let's get started. It's 1 a.m. This is your dark wizard dancing in the night. I had to say that because that's kind of my intro, right? Uh anyway. So, we went to the LA Zoo the five of us, and and uh, you know, while I go to work outside of the home, my wife does. Oh, hold on a second, hold on. I was saying my wife uh works at home, and our three sons all go to school online, so everybody's at home. So during this whole pandemic, uh, sheltering in place type situation, we um. You know, we we don't go. I mean, we go hiking, we go to the beach, we've done some things, but not like a place where you pay to pay money to go in and go experience something like a zoo. We hadn't been to the zoo in many years, so it was a very exciting time for us. Uh, we decided to go, and uh, you know, they're they're observing various uh, social distancing standards, and of course, you got to mask up all the way over the nose, over the nose. So all that's in place and it's it you know my wife is like hey you, got, you know we're going to go to the zoo we're going to do this we're going to we're going to get soda we're going to get food there everything's cool the time comes we're excited we get out there i get it, i grab a water bottle uh you know a couple of other guys grab a water bottle she has a water bottle and uh, we get out, we get going out there and as we as we kind of you know start start getting in there um we do notice that the restaurant uh that's at the zoo there's like one or two main restaurants but the one restaurant that has your traditional burgers and fries and things like that is is kind of crowded um and and we didn't necessarily feel comfortable um getting that close to people and then you know you see the prices look like the zoo prices are like amusement park prices right it's 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 inflated prices for food that is not necessarily the highest quality or not the healthiest for you. So those two things combined, uh, you know, the wife put the kibosh on it. She's like, ah, you know, we could just, we could just do something else. Like we can go somewhere like, you know, after the zoo. Now, remember with it, like at this point, we're halfway through the zoo, by the way, I haven't told you anything about any animals or anything because I want to, I want to start with this. I want to start with the human side of the story. Um, you know we're not halfway through it and and at this point I hadn't eaten in about four hours uh so I was pretty hungry you know and uh you know part of me is like oh okay okay we I could do this I could do this part of me is like oh my god I'm starving I all I want to do is eat and I'm just like why didn't I bring any snacks I usually bring snacks to everything but I digress let's move back in time to the first animals we saw which are the meerkats meerkats are awesome for anyone that knows a little bit about my history I did at one point audition for a show called how to be a superhero with Stan Lee um, or who wants to be a superhero I think that's what it's called yeah and I created a superhero called Me- the meerkat or meerkat and he was New Orleans's superhero uh, who <laughs> I had like gold tights, a red long sleeve shirt, and these are like gold shimmering, like <laughs> armor plated shirt with a meerkat on the, you know, on the front, like an insignia. Uh, I have a photo of that somewhere. And once I get, um, you know, a little, little site for this podcast going, I'll put, uh, a photo of me in the meerkat suit as, uh, as like a little, you know, extra for people that are actually interested enough to want to kind of nerd out on this podcast, which sounds crazy, easy, even as I say it. Anyway, the meerkats were adorable. There were only two, even though there's more that live in there. Uh, one was like a younger one, and the other one was like larger. And it it uh the larger one, of course, went to the top of the rocks to kind of you know be on the lookout for birds because they're always looking for birds to make sure that the herd are herd or mob whatever a group of meerkats is called stay safe so those are the first and then we came across the flamingos and uh, flamingos are like I was just sitting there just looking at the beauty but first of all their necks are super long and um and then they 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 stand on their one leg like they're literally resting their neck and head back onto their body and they're sleeping on one leg And I was just kind of mesmerized by that image and and just thinking how amazing nature is and how, like, you know, we, you you know, especially out here um, in in Los Angeles, we're very, very media centric and and we're always, you know, watching movies and television and watching all these things and, and just having all these images and ideas like rammed into our skulls constantly. But then you slow down and you see an actual real animal doing something that it does every day. And that transcends seeing like a a really cool, like episode of television or something. Or or it just, at this point in time, having, you know, being in a, a public place with my family kind of lifted out of that pandemic and just having this moment in the open air being able to see something else even if it's as simple as a flamingo sleeping uh was was a nice nice experience and it, and of course remember we're at the zoo it gets even better because i've just talked to you about two animals uh the third animal that we saw this wasn't we saw some other animals, but, but this was the third one I really like took time to look at, which was the cassowary. Um, so f- you, you, you folks don't know this because you don't live in my family, but, uh, members of my family talk about the cassowary. Uh, it's an, it's a bird. It's in Australia. It hates humans. It attacks humans on site. It wants to kill humans. And, it, yeah, you know, I'm just, like, walking around being dad, right? I'm just walking around in the house, and every now and then I hear them talk about the cassowary and have their little inside jokes about the cassowary and this and that. But I'm just walking around. I'm just trying to survive, right? I'm just like, oh, my God, I need to cook some food. I'm hungry. Or, oh, man, I need to, like, you know, fix something or... Or straighten something up or, or you know write something. I, I'm just like walking around just, just living and And, and so I, I I'm like, okay now I get to see the cassowary and then I saw this living Dinosaur like like the cassowary is no joke now. I I understand what all the hype is about because this bird first of all its feet look like dinosaur feet like its feet looks like like scaled claws like thick like you, you look at a bird's legs and the, the bird's ankles or whatever I'm sure the bird doesn't have ankles but it, it like these were like cankles like like thick legs like if this thing kicked you it would knock you down and then it had this you know how roosters, roosters have the the, the thing down below the gullet. I don't know what it's called. The bag. The punching bag. Anyway, it had like one of those except like gnarlier looking. And it had like a very, very sharp beak. And it had like this demonic looking eye. And then on its head, it literally had like a dinosaur bone protrusion. Like it looked like the like an axe blade growing out of its head. Like if this thing head butted you, it could literally slice into your chest. It was... Off the chain then Okay, so I've just described this to you, right? So I've just described what what it looks like to you That's all I've just described what a cassowary looks like but Now remember we it, it's behind a high fence That other birds well other birds have fences because they don't you know, no one wants them to fly away but this this cassowary doesn't fly it's literally a high fence so this thing doesn't attack people. And it we're looking at the cassowary. And the cassowary goes behind a tree so that we can't see it. Or maybe it can't see us. But it was like, nah, bro. Like You're not about to walk up into the zoo and look at me. You're, you're not about to do that. I'm not allowing that to happen because I hate you. And I don't want you to look at me. There was a second cassowary in another enclosure. That one was very far away, and it was sitting down and just drinking out of water. Like one of those toys, like those perpetual motion toys. It was just drinking water. It was just like, dude, I don't care about humans. I'm just getting this water and, uh, you, you know, whatever. So, so that was like my experience with the cassowary. And that was earlier on. Uh, So we went through some other amazing experiences at the L.A. Zoo. I highly recommend you go and see this baby gorilla. Okay. You haven't experienced life until you've seen a baby gorilla. Like this thing was amazing. It was so little and so curious. It was like grabbing sticks and like biting like little leaves and putting a little stick in his mouth. And the mom was kind of like looking over at us. You know, looking up. Well, first of all, gorilla faces. Okay, like they, like like gorillas are like like earthbound gods. Okay, because the look on their face when they're looking at you just makes you feel ashamed to <laughs> be. Like you're just like, what am I? What am I doing? What <laughs> what am I doing with my life? Because a gorilla looks at you and it's just like. Yeah, whatever you're doing is not enough. You could you could be doing better. Yeah, like like a gorilla looks, at has like like it's like, who are you? <laughs> so this gorilla is looking over at us, and then eventually it it walks over to the baby gorilla, scoops it up, and then the baby gorilla cl- you know clings to her her belly, her mom's the mom mom's belly, and then you know they go to another part of the the enclosure (laughs) but it was just so amazing to see and and it made me so happy uh, to just experience this baby gorilla Uh, then we moved on Uh, some of the the next animal that kind of popped out in my memory uh, was the the giant tortoise Um, just its legs looked literally thicker and bigger than its head and it was just like chomping on this lettuce Not caring about anything like a beast, it was just wonderful. There was a grizzly bear which was just knocked out, like it was just like knocked out in 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 its little space, a big space, and and it was just like sleeping, and it looked like a little toy bear sleeping, but big. Then the chimpanzees were off the chain, like the chimpanzees, like they. I mean, you see the family, like you see the grouping, you see their little. Uh, Facial expressions that they give to each other and they have given each other little hand gestures. They grabbed a bunch of yams from their feed uh, Box or however they got the yams and they went to another area where they could eat and not be looked at Um, then there was another group of chimpanzees that were up top and then they were kind of just like up top and surveying the people They were just like eating eating their vegetables and just oh look there's people Oh hi uh, how are you, people? Oh, I'm you. You you're looking at me. I'm looking at you. You you looking at me? You looking at me? Yeah, well, I'm looking right back. And you know what I'm feeling? I'm feeling like I like these vegetables. And at the moment, I was very hungry, and I was like, man, it'd be nice to have a nice yam right now. You know what I'm saying? Just eat eat on this yam. You know, barbecue it. Barbecue a nice yam. Get some stripes on it. When you're hungry any you could barbecue anything when you're hungry and i was hungry at that time we went through some more um there you know because of COVID, the 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 uh, anything that you could go inside of was closed so the reptile layer was closed and then like these little exhibits that like these little cages that you could walk into and get closer those were roped off uh because you couldn't go in there um you know, because if, if two parties went in there, there wouldn't be six-foot social distancing. So that was it. So we, we still, but we, I, f- I feel like it was a great value. We got to see lots of amazing animals. Um, all these different types of warthogs were around. Uh, there, there was like this, I don't know the technical names for it. I didn't like take notes with a pen and everything. But there was like a smooth warthog type thing. And and when you when I saw that I was just like, damn, like I got that 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 ancient human in me was like, Man, I could just hunt that. Uh and then uh there was like another one with spikes and tusks and I was like the ancient person in me was like, I'll leave that alone. You know, that thing will bum rush me and I'll be a goner. And there was one that was just like really, really large and you were like, dude, that that's a warthog, or like that's in the family of warthogs. Like that looks more like a like a cross between like a moose and a and uh what's those things that get get along with everybody capybara yeah, it looked like a cross between a moose and a capybara except no antlers so that's why it's not in the moose family none of that made sense but anyway <laughs> but I digress so we also saw um Tiger was just chilling, you know, nothing nothing fantastic about the child. There were there were some, you know, monkeys and small primates that were putting on some good gymnastics. We saw an elephant from behind. But we we were still happy with that. It was huge and like it was near this like waterfall and it was eating some grass with its tusk grass. Hey. But towards the end of our zoo visit, that's when the, the, oh my goodness, the the hunger was supreme. Like I was like hangry. I wasn't talking to anybody. I was in the front a little bit. And we got to this part where we saw these river otters. And ri- see, river otters look a little different than ocean otters. And I tell you, there is nothing cuter than a river otter. I mean, th- their face, it was, it was like Jim Henson's, puppy company made the face of an, a river otter except they didn't because nature made that face and you could just grab that face like a little snooky little cute thing because it was just amazing and I, I forgot how hungry I was because I was just trans transfixed by this river otter I was like oh man like this thing is like Like from another planet oh my goodness like this thing is cute and then they see it it, 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 she looked at me and and then swam away and i was like oh that's just a passive animal it's just like i look like probably like colors to her like she's just like oh that's nice the guy has a shirt on but then she came back and like looked at me again because she knew i i was like there actively looking at her because we were like looking each other in the eyes you know (laughs) and and she like came back and looked and she had like something in her little paws and everything and she was like playing with it a little bit and like i could tell you know the gears were turning in there it was it was really interesting i was uh i was like okay i see what's going on river otter that was like some shaman type stuff uh, but my twenty minutes is almost up, so I want to get to the end of the story uh, with the LA Zoo. So, anyway, I'm we're driving home, and I am super hungry, and I'm upset that we didn't eat at the same time. You know, we get home, we make our meal. You know, uh, first of all, we like went home and just hit snacks right away, just to to get get away the edge, get the edge away. And then we we made our meal, and by the time we were like just sitting there happy and satiated, it was, it felt so good to not have spent over $75 uh, for food that would have been not the, the, you know, not the highest quality nutrition wise. Um, so it felt really good in the end to know that I could go eight hours without eating if I needed to. But I tell you, like as as a son of New Orleans, my family will never go that long without eating again like no matter what even if it's billed is not oh we're, we're gonna you know we're, we're gonna go eat wherever we're gonna go I don't care I'm bringing cold sodas in a cooler in a backpack I'm bringing sandwiches like serious gourmet sandwiches what well, like we are always gonna eat from now on on every outing like there there's no like this is the final say uh, i i felt ashamed as a new orleanian um that my family did not get to eat for eight hours <laughs> but perhaps they had takeaway similar takeaways as i had uh you know communing with these uh beautiful animals out there at the la zoo these nature spirits but that's it 20 minutes is up got to keep got to keep that keep that promise oh my god it's 20 minutes and 5 seconds Love you guys, Uh, please comment, uh, tell me what you'd like to hear about, and I'll be happy to make a podcast about it on my various social media networks. Love you guys, stay positive, and uh, here you go, Merry Christmas, bye.